last podcast of 2019. I'm dropping this on a whim. I had written out this, uh, you know, written out kind of like an outline for a video for my 2019 wrap up, which I'm still producing. Um, but I figured, why not just have a chat, a little fireside chat, more like computer side chat. But, you know, just wanted to drop something, uh, not just to drop it. I, I enjoy doing the podcast. It's just I've been super busy. And additionally, you know, sometimes recording from home isn't always the best option. Um, but right now I have some alone time, so I'm able to do that. And uh, soon we'll be moving to a new place and have, you know, different situation, more dedicated space for creating, things like that. Um, anyways, so 2019 was a pretty cool year, just generally speaking. Uh, you know, from going full-time in 2018, the beginning of 2018, to now we're going to 2020. It's been, it's officially going to be two years since I've been, uh, you know, full-time into my business. And it's been an eye-opener. You know, this the thing that I was so terrified of doing for so long, uh, it it's working out, you know? And that's not it's not to say it's on autopilot like oh it just works out like there's ups and downs you know things don't always go to plan or how you want them to go per se however when you're prepared when you're constantly grinding hustling things tend to go in your favor more often than not um you know of course you're educating yourself you're learning new skills um managing your money correctly i think those three factors right there really determine you know, I don't want to say how well we do in life, but if your goal is to progress financially and do what you love, then you need those three skills, those three aspects. You need to constantly be learning and um, picking up new skills, keeping up with, with what's happening, trends, um, and have the blinders on. You know, it's, it's like a, a balancing act because... You have to kind of know what's going on, but not to the point where you're taking your eyes off your prize or your goal. You know, you don't want to just ever be so uh, consumed or focused on anyone else or what they're doing or, you know, don't get sidetracked. It's very easy to get sidetracked, especially in this, you know, social media world we live in where you open your phone and, and you're immediately seeing like you're getting messages projected into your brain, whether it's, you know, another content creator or whomever, and you're just like, oh, wow, that was dope. Ah, my shit doesn't look like that. And then you start getting discouraged. Um, it's important to consistently try to progress within your own skill set and always compare yourself, as cliche as it sounds, always compare yourself to the previous version of yourself, not to somebody else. Because everybody's kind of like in their own chapter, in their own season in life. So you can't compare your beginning to someone else's like middle chapters you know um and vice versa so uh, i actually wrote down a little list here i'm gonna try to go over it without boring you to death <laughs> um so 2019 now i kicked off the year actually i kicked off the year going to the bahamas like on on a whim like it wasn't planned. It was like last minute. 
Andrew Schultz hits me up. Hey, man, you down to go to the Bahamas on Thursday? And I was like, Bahamas? Let me get back to you. <laughs> so, boom, made that happen. Shot a cool, you know, podcast episode, Brilliant Idiots podcast episode with him and uh, Lil Duval. And if you don't know who Lil Duval is, he's a very multifaceted artist. You know, he's a comedian, he's a musician, uh, he's a content creator, man. It's just like Andrew Schultz, you know, he's they all make amazing content. Uh, there's so much more than comedians. Um, super fun to be around. It was a very, very interesting experience because I've, other than hanging out in like the neighborhoods of Puerto Rico, I've never hung out in another, you know, Caribbean island in, with the locals, you know, because usually you go to Bahamas, you go to all these resorts and you don't really, you don't really mix with the locals. So it was interesting to, you know, go to a local spot, get some food, beer, whatever, and just chill, man. And it's just a different experience. Uh, also, I think this is also in January. I filmed, this was definitely was in January. So I filmed a secret honeymoon video for a royal family. I can't say what country. I can't say who it is. I signed the NDA. And I literally can't talk about it any further. But that was a cool experience. It was freezing cold in New York City. Uh, and apparently, you know, they were taking a, you know, a, a global honeymoon trip where they're stopping all these different cities. You know, just typical billionaire stuff. Nothing, uh, nothing I've ever done. But it was cool to be a part of it. So that's how I kicked off the year. Now... We also filmed our first destination wedding in San Juan, Puerto Rico, where my family's from. Um, hold on. Need to get water. I'm a little, a little parched. It's a little, it's a little dry in here. But yeah, so Puerto Rico was cool. Um, it had been a long time, you know, since I've been there, you know, prior to this trip. Um, we'll be releasing a recap video talking about that trip which i've already filmed again just been so busy wrapping up things for 2019 going to 2020 that i haven't even put it out yet i already filmed it it's going to come out in january also you know if you want to see the wedding video for from puerto rico for it was actually for monique perez she is she won miss puerto rico universe back in 2013 2014 she's kind of a big deal you know professional model um kind of a celebrity in Puerto Rico. A lot of people came out just to watch her get married at the church. A lot of like random people. It was really interesting. But I'm, I will be posting her wedding video in January as well. So be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel, um, youtube.com forward slash Matt Rodriguez. And another side achievement, not my achievement, but my three-year-old graduated from his preschool. I know it's not that serious. Um, it's not the highest achievement, but what can I say? I'm a dad and his milestones are my milestones. So there was that. Uh, we finally acquired a studio space, which is pretty cool. You know, haven't been using it as frequently as I would like. However, we do have a plan to use it, utilize it a bit more in 2020 because we just have to use it. Because if we don't, it's just like totally a waste of money, right? But ultimately, you know, it's a, it's a great space. We got it for a great price, so we kind of locked it in. And even if we didn't use it, it's like it's one of those things where it's like, 
we're not going to go bankrupt if we keep it, right? <laughs> but I just believe in getting some sort of return on that type of investment. So we will be implementing more studio work, you know, and just both photography and video stuff. And uh, yeah, let's see what happens. I also got to do something really cool, which I thought was cool, was throw my fiance a 30th or big 30th, you know, birthday party. And it was the first time that I was actually able to do something like that for her. And that was pretty cool. That was very satisfying to create an environment where people are having a good time. She's having a good time, you know, enjoying with her friends on such a special, you know, occasion. And we managed to execute it on the actual birthday, on her birthday. So that worked out flawlessly. Um, and then that brings me to my next point <laughs> of us going straight to Morocco, like two days later for our first vacation, like, I don't know, real vacation in about three, three and a half years. So, yeah, there's that. Ever since, you know, our son came, we haven't really had any major vacations. Know, without him anyway so that was the first time of us going somewhere without him uh, of course we love him but you can't you can't take a small child to you know around the world like that sometimes and you just need that that space sometimes but thus far it was definitely one of my favorite trips of all time um just you know breaking bread with locals and and the energy was just different, you know, and some people have told me like, oh, Matt, you're just saying that because, you know, you're a tourist. They're going to be nice to you. Um, not everyone was perfectly nice, <laughs> but I like that because I was able to see where they were coming from. For instance, there was a scenario where I was taking a picture of a shop and the shop owner like appears out of nowhere. It's the first time I'm seeing him. And he's like grilling me, literally like up on me like looking at me and I'm like whoa it's like I'm just you know just taking a picture I didn't think anything of it right so he like sticks his hand out and I'm like what but then I understood you know because I'm taking you know I'm taking value from his store I'm taking a, it's just a photo or just a video but he's still providing value to me in some way and the mentality over there you gotta understand is also people people are grinding man people are hustling it's not it's not a game you know it's it's a different standard of living. It's a different lifestyle, different customs. It's just different, but I respect it. I love Morocco, and I'm going back as soon as I can. But it was cool because we were able to also link up with a local photographer, videographer, who we created some dope content with. You know, we shot them. They shot us. And, you know, they're, they're also a couple, so they, uh, they make great content. They're definitely, like, the best content creators in Morocco. Um, they're very busy. And uh, we really appreciate that they took the time to not, you know, we hired them and then we actually ended up hanging out with them. They showed us around one night around Marrakesh. So that was really dope. That was at shoot my holiday on Instagram. If anyone's ever curious to check out their work. So they're truly inspiring. Like I came back revitalized just creatively. And uh, I've been riding that wave since for the past month. So let me see how long <laughs> that goes. You know, shot a lot of weddings this year booked up for 2020 on weddings and super grateful for like all the opportunities that I've been blessed with in 2019. I'm definitely looking to build upon those opportunities in 2020, not taking anything for granted. Um, and I just think it's important to stay focused, man. Like there's, there's a point where when you're trying to do something where you want to give up and that's the point 
that's the test right there. It's like when you're put in a position where you don't know what's going to happen next is when you need to push through and stick with it if you truly believe in it. Because that that's truly betting on yourself, you know. To fall back on some kind of safety net, you know, or operate in a way where there's always a plan B. It's like you kind of you kind of sell yourself short when you operate like that. And this isn't me trying to say I'm some kind of like grand success story. However, I know how far I've come. And I only compare myself to the previous versions of myself, as I said earlier. So it's okay to be proud of yourself. You know, it's okay to write down everything that you've done all year or write or at the end of the month, write down everything that you accomplished in the month or everything you didn't accomplish. What do you want, what do you want to work on? Because sometimes it pays to quantify things and keep track of things because sometimes we can be hard on ourselves to, you know, to achieve, like you need to achieve this, you need to make this much money and it becomes like a stress thing, you know, when you actually acknowledge where you've come from, what you've done, it really puts things in perspective. And I feel super grateful right now. And uh, yeah, I was super, I was super grateful when I was just, you know, a broke dancer all the time. Like I, I was super grateful even in those moments, but there was a lot of sucky moments in that regard where, you know, you didn't, I didn't have money. It was like very, the cliche starving artist situation, <laughs> you know, and uh, I, there are some things that I miss from that, you know, era, but then there's a lot of things I don't miss that era of my life so you know everybody moves in seasons you know that season has passed me and uh this is a different chapter so you know and i also want to say like if you're an artist out there you're a videographer photographer don't be an idealist you know don't be i know a lot, i have a lot of friends that don't like to shoot weddings or don't like to shoot commercial work oh, i just want to shoot fashion or i just want to shoot and when i say commercial i'm saying like doing things for businesses because the reality is if you want to get paid you have to market to the people that can pay you. You know, like dreaming of being a fashion uh, photographer or I don't know, whatever. It's all about if there is a economy, you know, to support that. If there's if there's enough uh, of a market to support what you want to do, or take that job, you know, take that that whatever job that you hate and do it for a little while. Get the gear that you need just to move forward to the next step. You know. Sometimes people, we get idealistic as artists and, oh, no, I don't, I only shoot this and that's what I want to do. And, and that's cool. But sometimes you got to take a step back and go, all right, let me just do some weddings, stack up and then pivot to the, what I really want to do. Cause that's what I did. You know, I, I worked a full-time job I hated and to the point where it was like driving me like crazy, the stress at this job. And I just wasn't being remotely paid. I wasn't even paid any type of capacity to, to have that type of stress. And feel that type of level of responsibility. So it just got to me. Um, but during my time there, I was able to set myself up to take that leap. And I've talked about this several times, but I just can't stress it enough because um, I see it a lot. I see it on social media. I see people struggling and I see people, you know, posting about how they hate their jobs. And I know they're good creatives, man. And it's like you want to reach out and say something. But you know they're not going to follow what you know. They're not going to take your advice. You know, and sometimes there's people that you have talked to, and they they come to you for advice, and they don't even follow it. So it's like, I think the best advice you can give anyone is like your life is your example. You know, live live in a way where it'll inspire someone, and then when they actually go out of their way to really truly learn and come to you, then you help them. You know, but until then, I try not to give my opinion unless it's asked for. You know. 
So because otherwise you're just looked at as being critical or judging or you think you're better and all this thing. So it's it's not it's not cool. And even if even if it comes from a good place, you know, sometimes I just want to be like, yo, man, you should do this and this like you can give people a blueprint. But at the end of the day, everyone has to follow their own journey, figure it out and learn their own whatever lesson they're they're ha- They have to learn on their life path, you know, so. But I wish whoever's listening to this, I appreciate you. Please set goals, knock them down, have fun, and uh, show love. Thanks. Oh, yeah. Uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel, and I'll see you there.